Hi, it's Rich. I'm back for another episode. Sorry for the long wait. I just haven't had much to muse on. I'm currently writing a autobiography memoir mixed with a mental vent. A mental vent for me is just writing down your thoughts and being in the moment. The autobiography is more of a underlying story of my life and how it interacts with my views and beliefs in the world. Today I want to talk more about myself and the world we live in. In this world, in our experiences, we interact with both ourselves and others. Our interactions define us, but sometimes we do not listen to ourselves in the moment. We get a lot of sensory input in life, both from smells, tastes, sounds, touch. We experience so much sensory input every day, and we have to file through which ones we keep in the presence of our mind and which ones go unnoticed. You may be walking down the street and there's one person that spills their coffee and sometimes we don't notice that even though it happens within our sight. We may not be able to recognize smells because we're so used to it. Imagine the smell of your bedroom. It doesn't really have a smell. But when friends come over, they notice that it smells like you or your bedroom. We block out some sensory inputs so much that we are unable to listen and sit in the moment fully. I don't think anyone can really be fully in the moment. It's the nature that... We interact with so much of ourselves and with others that we don't have the mental capacity to be fully in the moment, comma. I'm not saying that we can't be in the moment. We strive to work to a point where we can be listening, both in the sense of the world we live in with work, school, family, but also in the sense of mindfulness and meditation. We can reach a sense of being and a sense of self-reflection, but it's just when we can do it and if we can do it. We are so busy as people. Whether you're a student in college, a mother or father, or a kid, we have so much on our plate that sometimes that deters us from sitting down and listening to ourselves. Listening is important, both with ourselves and others. A good example of listening would be really listening to your friends and noticing if they're off or if they're happy, if they're sad, or if they need space. Understanding social cues is something I had a problem with as a kid. I was in speech and language for a while to just 
understand emotions and being able to read people. Not read them in the sense of metaphysical tarot card readings, but more, is that person happy? Is that person sad? As we grow older, we gain skills in understanding more complex emotions and more complex ways of thinking. That's all great, but listening to ourselves is a bit harder. We have to face the harsh truths that may be ascertained to a certain individual. For me, I suffer from bipolar 2 disorder and I have a lot of anxiety. Growing through many years of therapy and having time to myself due to this pandemic we currently live in has let me be able to talk to myself, both in the sense of listening to what I'm feeling and also understanding how to interact with people. You can't interact face-to-face -face anymore unless you're vaccinated or you disregard current um, social distancing, but we have created a new way of interacting. Instead of face-to-face, -face, it's webcam-to-webcam, -webcam. whether FaceTiming your friends or talking on Discord or just calling people. The way we hear voices of either our friends, family, or the barista is enlightening. It shows us how we interact with people. I think for me, I definitely take value in interactions via speech. I'm a person who can text, but I love a phone call. You get to hear the complex tones that people convey, whether they're happy, sad, or pissed off, or just busy. In text, we don't really get to see that. You can definitely read into the tone of a text or analyze an emoji, but the nature of humanity in the sense of the human experience is not fully there in my opinion. For some, texting is amazing, great, but for me, I like a good phone call. Give me my phone or a landline, I still have a landline or my parents do. My phone recently broke and the middle of the screen is not responsive, so to make calls I'm using my sister's old iPhone 6S. I would say the iPhone 6S is definitely a bit older, but besides the point of talking about phones, we just have our own niches, our own ways of communicating. But to fully understand ourselves and sit with our own thoughts, it's uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable for anyone. Even for me, who's been in therapy for like seven years and seen people and interacting with many different people of many different walks of life, it's still uncomfortable to sit down and unpack our inner feelings. We currently just have no idea how to live with the current state of things.
specifically talking about the pandemic and how our new ways of interacting with each other affect ourselves. It's brand new. It's like getting a new car. All the buttons are in different places and there's a different infotainment system. Or getting a new phone. It's brand new. It's a new experience. But unlike the pandemic, getting a new phone or getting a new car or a new job, it's exciting. It's fun. It's something you plan and expect and look forward to. But this pandemic, it's not something we plan for. Many people, governments, systems, countries, were not prepared on how to handle this. Besides New Zealand, but I'm in the U.S., so American politics does not really help us with a global pandemic, even though the CDC has a zombie preparedness guide if a zombie apocalypse ever happens. Yes, that's true. Look it up. But with ourselves, we are able to just adapt. But the nature of fear and emotions cloud ourselves because we don't get to unpack those emotions. We just have to deal with it. And dealing with it has been hard for a lot of folks. We are scared and it's okay to be scared. But to not talk to ourselves and others about this pandemic has been a bit hard. I'm not talking about just saying like, ooh, I got my vaccine, or there's a couple of like new houseplants I got, but talking with ourselves in a mindfulness approach. I think we're given a lot of time to ourselves lately, and that's great, but Without any drive or meaning or end goal, it's harder. It's hard to really talk to yourself because you don't know how long you have to talk to yourself. We are social creatures, but at least there's a vaccine now. I've already gotten one dose and um, next week I'm getting my second dose. This has been a definitive answer or moment that we can look forward to. Hopefully enough people get vaccinated that we can return to a new normal. It's not going to be the exact same, but it's going to be what we can live with and what we're, we can be comfortable with. Think about post 9-11. Before, you could just hop on a flight. Now there's TSA and identification is another big thing, but we slowly grew to live with it. And I believe after this pandemic in the new normal, where people are a bit more mindful on being hygienic or being safe whenever they're sick, is gonna become another facet of life in the US, I would assume, and the world. And if we can reach that new normal, then we lose the fear and the emotions we deal with in the pandemic, but then we can't really grow from that. 
we grow from our experiences, whether it's ourselves or others, and it's just going to be a bit funky. It's going to be a bit scary, but not as scary as n growing into the unknown. And I think it also depends on the person. Some people will jump straight out of the plane and skydive, while some people like organization or an organized thought process. The pandemic, I think, is just an underlying truth that many people are not able to cope with, and that's okay. But this underlying truth of emotions given to ourselves and others is just something new to us. And as I said earlier, new things can be good, but sometimes they can be bad. I just hope one day that we will live and be happy. Not happy in the sense of false happiness, or I would say maybe some happy emotions for a short time, like, oh, I got a new phone, yay, or I got a sale deal on, like, something. But being innerly, um, interly, or internally um, content, and having space to feel happy without pre-existing thoughts bothering you in the sense of anxiety for some or just being busy and having to go to yoga or working out or class but being able to live with the commitments we have but giving ourselves time because we need time for ourselves without self-care we can go into very dark places or be overstretched. Self-care is a major factor. We gotta be mindful of ourselves and others, either looking out for our friends and family or just being able to meditate on ourselves. So I leave you off with a question. Are you able to look into yourself and are you comfortable with it? It's okay if you're not and it's okay if you haven't given thought to this. We grow as human beings from children and there are many people and studies and philosophies on how we grow as people and how we develop and everyone's different. It's okay to be different. We just gotta find our own way through life but also be able to take in other ideas. I leave you guys off with that. I'll see you in a couple weeks maybe, a month or next week. Just depends on how long I have to dwell and muse on thoughts for new episodes. So good luck and have a nice day, night, evening, week. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs>